Hi, welcome. I'm Dr. George Andow. Thank you for joining me tonight on a journey through into awareness. It is a pleasure for me to be here. And for many weeks now, if not months, I've had many guests on my show. And we've been looking at so many different discussions, paths forward, uh, what awareness is, what it's not, perceptions, distortions. So tonight, I felt it on my heart to be here with you alone tonight. So I'm solo because I wanted to sort of sift through some of the pieces that you might have heard. And um, as I've reflected on everything that's been said, I just sort of want to put the pieces together like a compilation of what's touched my heart, what I think and believe, and speak to you about that. I wish there was a way to have you speak to me on the show. But again, you can leave me questions if you'd like at drgdau.com. That's my website. And you can always leave me questions or discussions on there. I'd always love to hear from each and every one of you. So, again, as I speak tonight, I invite you to sit with, if you can, sit with your eyes closed, um, to see what touches you in your heart. Because, in essence, the truth lives within you. Now, I pray that my shows have been nourishing to you, that they have touched you in a significant way. That's my purpose of being here um, with each and every one of you. You know, all truth lies within you. Right? And as we listen through grace and love, we can be more expansive and develop a broader, wider vision and insight to ourselves, to God, and to one another. So I made some notes, because I always have to make notes, because I'm basically insecure, so even when I have a recipe (laughs) that I'm making, and I always tease and say, you know, I'm not a great cook, (laughs) which is true. But I know that I'm a very good analyst and spiritual director. And I don't take, and that's true. I don't take any credit for any of that because God gifts all of us. And I want to, we're going to talk about that in a minute. I'm going to talk about that. (laughs) But even when I make a recipe, even if I made it 50 times, I always have to have the recipe in front of me. Okay, let me see now. (laughs) So, hence the notes. (laughs) So, Um, all love has to start with self 
if we really think about Jesus speaking about love your neighbor as yourself, think about that. We would pray about that and really meditate on that. It really says volumes. And I don't know about you, but at moments it can feel very difficult to love myself. And I've come a a long way because we all um, struggle with that. We all do. We're actually made up of very similar fibers. The story might be different, but as human beings, we're really all so, so similar. So similar. We all want to be acknowledged. We all want to feel loved. We all want love. We all want someone or people to to love. And we all want to be accepted. That's true for all of us. We incarnate in this body that's given to us by God. And our body becomes the temple of God. So God lives in here, lives in here, with us, is everywhere, in everything. And by us asking where God is, is sort of like a fish asking where the water is. It's everywhere. There's actually a little story about that, where a little fish swims up to a big fish and says, excuse me. Can you tell me where the water is? And the big fish says, oh, 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 little one, it's all around you. Every time you take a, a swim, every time you move your fins, you're in it. You live in it. And so it is with us. Every time we have a breath, every time we move, Every time we look, everything is in God, and we are part of that. It's a gift to be alive. It's a real gift to be alive. So sometimes life can be difficult, right? Life is good and not so good sometimes. But it's a true gift to be alive. And gratitude, as difficult as things can be, Gratitude is one of the best gifts that we can ever have for ourselves and offer to others. And hope. Our body and life belongs to God. God lives through us. So we continue to do God's work because God continues to create Everything that God created. Everything is in constant movement and motion. God is always continuing to create God's creation. And we are part of that. So we are always and also being created. God wants us to be transformed. God gifts us everything we need to have a good life. How we choose to utilize all that, all of it's been given. But how we choose to use it, 
is another gift from God. It's called free will. And there's a great parable. Some of you might have heard me speak of it. It's called the two wolves. So a grandfather was speaking to his two grandchildren and telling them a story. And he said, children, in each and every one of us are two wolves. And they look at him and they say, really, grandfather? Oh, my goodness. He says, yes, in everyone. One wolf is the good wolf, full of love and joy and desire for companionship and happiness and compassion and generosity. And the other is a bad wolf, conceited, full of himself, stingy, hateful, very jealous, mean-spirited. And between these two wolves, there's always a fight going on, always a fight, always a fight going on between these two wolves. And the grandchildren looked at him and said, Grandfather, if they're fighting, oh, my goodness, which wolf wins? And the grandfather says, the one that you feed, the one that each day you feed the most. And we've been given free will on how to choose how to live. And God allows it. Our choice can either have us live in hell or heaven. Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is amidst you. The kingdom of heaven is here. We're going to talk about that a little bit in a moment. So as I'm talking, maybe you just want to reflect on what I'm saying and think about it. What do we choose? And one of the reasons I wanted to do this tonight is because there's no right or wrong way to live. But one does bring joy and happiness, and the other one can bring less joy and happiness. Life isn't about being happy all the time. And we're going to also look at that in a moment. God is not a magician, and we are not God's puppets, but we're fully alive parts of the Christ. And Christ is not Jesus' last name. The Christ is God incarnate. The Christ is all of creation, everything, you, me, animals, plants, trees, minerals, everything. God created everything for us to live here on this earth. And each of us has been given many, many gifts. The gifts have been given to us to serve each other, to serve God and humanity. I want to back up for a moment. That 
one of the reasons why I wanted to do this tonight is I just have an imagination. So many times when we hear people talk about their book or we hear about them, you know, speaking about a concept, we sometimes struggle with, well, I'm not doing it right. I'm not getting it right. They know this, they know that, and they are, quote, on the on the money, on the mark, and I'm not. I'm missing something. And I wanted to just speak tonight to try to maybe clarify some of that so that you can feel that whatever you're doing, to listen to this, you're doing great. Absolutely doing great. And it is always my privilege to tell you that because it's the truth. And I'm here to try to clarify possibly some truths. So when we come back, I want to continue on the gifts God gave us because God gave us all gifts. And there was a time when I really believed that I didn't have any gifts. So we'll continue that when we come right back. We're going to take a brief break. Thanks for joining me tonight. I'm Dr. George Andow, and this is a journey through to awareness. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. 
listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back. I'm Dr. George Andale, and you're tuning into A Journey Through Into Awareness. So before the break, we were talking about um, the gifts that we've been given, and every one of us is gifted. And that's what I was saying a moment ago about I'm not a good cook, but I'm a good analyst and spiritual director. I've had great people with me along the way. Um, But, you know, I picked up the primer of Freud at age nine and, you know, would lie in bed um, and kiss a picture of Jesus. And just God always had this plan for me. And I, I didn't know it. I had no clue. But I remember, um, you know, so much of what we were brought up around lives inside of us. And it really becomes hardwired. That's why I gave my life to um, a psychoanalysis and spiritual direction, because without God, we really can't do much. And as much as analysis is a very, very powerful tool that helps us to look within and see um, where the messages we received growing up continue to infiltrate our contemporary lives and get in the way of our, um, of our life and our choices and our relationships for sure. But I remember being told, let me rephrase that. I remember, um, being spoken to in a way where I felt I didn't have any gifts. I didn't have any gifts. And, um, I remember sitting in church and I think I mentioned, I know I did the first show. I wasn't brought up with a religion. Um, I was baptized Christian and then um, we never went to church. My sister made a confirmation communion and I just was always sort of like a tag along. Um, But I remember um, after my epiphany, um, where I met Jesus in the Catholic church, interestingly enough. I don't want to bore you with the story. If you're really interested in hearing it, you can listen to the first episode I ever did here as an introduction to myself and and my deep faith. Um, But I remember there was a parable about the talents. And Jesus was telling a story about how the master gave um, his workers talents, which is money, and was calling them back to see what they did with them. And it's a, it's a metaphor for um, the gifts that God gives us. And I remember sitting there and saying, oh my goodness, I have gifts. Wow, if everybody has gifts, I must have a gift too. And I was so excited. Well, from that moment on, <laughs> God, I went into pastoral formation, 
uh, yada, 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 yada. And here I am doing this as I listen to God's call to serve. And I go like this because just to make a movement about listening, but where I really experience the voice of God is in my solar plexus, in my heart. And God speaks to everyone differently and in a different place in them. But that's why I always say that I, it's a privilege to be here with you. I truly mean that. Because we've all been given gifts. You're very gifted. You have a hundred gifts, thousands of gifts. I don't think we live enough days, hours, minutes, months, years in this life to use all the gifts we've been given. Because if God lives in us, we have unlimited potential. Do you want to develop that? So with the gifts we've been given, we can either use the gifts to support the work God gives us for humanity or not. So I was teaching Myers-Briggs over at the seminary many years ago, and I was talking about the letters and the gifts that God gives us and how, for instance, if your gift is being an engineer, you have a choice of free will. Do you want to use it to do something, make something, build something? to support humanity, to make life better for all humanity? Or do you want to make something, build something that is destructive to humanity? We can choose, and God allows it. That's what I mean by free will. What we want to do with what we've been given. And by the way, whatever gifts we have, they don't define us. So, so many times in the world we live in, um, if we have written a book, um, I'm the book I've written. Um, If I'm a psychoanalyst, I'm a psychoanalyst. Um, That's not true. I am a humble, broken human being struggling on the path of life with God to have a good life, serve one another, and learn to love. And I hear so many times that my patients, they teach their child to believe that they are their grades. That they are the um that they are the winning team that just won the game. The only thing that defines us is love. 
Nothing we do, have, own, drive, defines us. Not our house, not our car, not our clothes, not our hair, not the way we look, not our body, not how smart we are, not our minds, not what we've learned. None of it defines us. The only thing that defines us is how we learn to love. Now, I am not saying that all of these things can't be enjoyed. I love to feel pretty. Some days it's much more difficult than others, (laughs) I must admit. (laughs) But we try. I like nice clothes, but I recognize that they do not define me. I am not them. Believe me, having scoliosis and living with the deformity, you take off these clothes. I don't know. I can't run away. (laughs) But with God's grace, I've learned how to live with what I've been given. And find joy and find peace and have gratitude about it. So it doesn't matter whether you are a lawyer, a doctor, a veterinarian, a psychoanalyst, a spiritual director, a radio show host, uh, an owner of a radio show. It doesn't matter. Candlestick maker. Although... You could be using it to serve humanity. What matters is how you approach your position, your occupation, your profession. It's what you do with it. It's what you bring to what you've been given. If you drive a bus, be the best bus driver. My nose itches, excuse me. If you're a bus driver, be the best bus driver you can be, right? Be the absolute best. Think about how many people in the world are struggling. Think about that. Think about when they get on their bus, on that bus, that they have a face that looks at them and says, good morning. Hi, how are you today? It could change someone's whole day. It could change someone's mind about hurting themselves, killing themselves. You have no idea what's going on inside of someone. But for the most part, we're all challenged and we all have things inside of us that we feel hurt by, that we carry. By the way, we also carry our parents' unlived life. The more love you can embody, the happier and more content you will feel in the life you've been given. If you feel unloved one day, go and give love. Go do something for someone. And notice how different you will feel, I promise you, you will feel very, very different. So, can we all pray for the grace 
to learn to love. Maybe we're going to take a brief break. Maybe at the break, think about what is love to you and how do you love? I think that's a really good question. I didn't make it up. (laughs) It's a very basic question, actually. (laughs) We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Dr. George Andow. Thanks for tuning into A Journey Through Into Awareness. We'll be right back. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, I'm Dr. George Andow, and this is a journey through into awareness. And I'm very appreciative if you've tuned in. Really appreciate appreciate anyone who is listening because that makes me feel in my heart like um, I'm doing something that's making a difference somewhere. So that means a lot to me. So, um, yeah. So 
Love. You know, we we only know how to love by how we were loved. And um, anyway, I could go on about that, but there's some other things I, I'd like to, I could do a separate show on that maybe. But um, I talked about when you don't feel good inside to go do something and serve um, and notice how much better you feel. Love is contagious. Oh, my goodness. You know? If we do not feel good inside, what we normally do with it is we sit with it. If we don't feel able to love, we kind of close in a little bit. We might notice how someone might look at us or how someone said something that upset us and we just feel it inside. Notice at times that you might feel like you have a tendency that you want to sort of strike out at them. Like like if somebody says something and you're in a cranky mood that you want to say something not nice to them. And usually this occurs when we're like in not so good mood or um, we want to uh, maybe not be nice. It usually occurs when we're not getting our way. When we feel out of control. When we feel we uh, don't have control over a situation. Um. That's what suffering is, by the way, is when we feel that we uh, don't have control over a situation. Maybe you pay attention to how that feels for you next time you feel like you don't have control. Because really the truth is we never have control. But when we get that feeling, many times we feel like we want to strike back at somebody that isn't giving us our way. And many times that's when a lot of disagreements come about. Um, Now, as children, and our child lives in here, always all the beauty, all the innocence, all of it, all the hurt, all the trauma we've experienced, it's all in here. Um, But when you have that feeling that you want to strike back at someone because we didn't get our way or we're with our loved one at home and we're just getting, we're bickering and we want to sort of slug it to them. I think I'm making my point here. I'm sorry. I'm being so long winded. (laughs) Um, It's called projection when we want to strike back. We want to project onto that person a part of ourselves we don't want to see. So notice that if you're having a conversation with someone and you're saying, you know what, you really are a little bit of a aura. Just notice when you do this where your thumb is, (laughs) it's always pointing back at yourself. I want to tell you a fun story. Um,
there was a master who had a student and he set up time to meet with him to do a teaching session. And the student was looking so forward to it and he set it all up and set up his day and he goes over to the master's house and he knocks on the door, no answer. He knocks on the door again, no answer. He's getting very worked up now. He's pounding on the door. I was really looking forward to this. I'm really upset. No answer. So he takes out a pen and leaves a note and attaches it to the gate of the man's house. And the note said, you stupid oaf. And leaves. The teacher comes home. The professor comes home. And he calls. And he sees the note. And he calls the student. He says, I'm so sorry. It totally slipped my mind. I'm very, very sorry that I didn't remember today. But I knew that you had remembered and that you were here. Because I saw that you left your name on my gate. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I've heard that a million times. And every time I hear it, I just just love it. I think it's the funniest thing. (laughs) So what we don't want to see about ourselves, what we're unaware of in ourselves, we project and transmit onto someone else. What we do not transform, we transmit. What we do not transform, we transmit. We're all the same. I said this when we began our show. The story might be different, but we all, we are called to have all the emotions known to humankind. And the more we do that, the more we can see ourselves and love ourselves in it, the more compassionate and loving we can be to our neighbor. And by the way, when we do this work, right, if we look at the possibility of angels, I believe in angels. I'm going to tell you why. And I never did. I believe in angels because as I pray over the Gospels, Angel Gabriel came to Mary and told her that she would be carrying Jesus. Now, how we do one thing, we do everything. God continues to create creation. There wouldn't be an angel then and no more now. So I believe that there are angels around us, guardian angels looking to help us. I fully believe it. So I forgot why I was saying that now. Hmm. Um, oh, as we can learn to love, and and by the way, when we learn these things, We have to give up control, which feels like suffering. So it's a struggle. 
but there is a blessing from it. So it's a wonderful benefit, unlike missing the mark, which is the translation of sin from the original Greek text. Sin means missing the mark, and we do all the time because we turn away from God, we turn away from ourselves, and we make mistakes. We all do. Okay. The more we can forgive ourselves, the more we can forgive someone else. Where we're not able to do that for ourselves, we're not going to be able to do it for anyone else. Um, So, um, I know what I was going to say. With all the people you hear on the show, whether it be, um, excuse me, my nose itches. My mother used to say a lot about when your nose itch. Um, but it was, wasn't about allergies. <laughs> it was something like something from the Italian, I'm part Italian, where you're going to come into money or something so silly. Um, that um, whatever perspective you, we hear people speak of, including mine, I want to make a point to say that On our path, on this journey called life, we are living a life within the life. So the life is all that we see around us. And there's a life, a spiritual component to life that is deeper embedded in this life that we're aware of. We only live 10% conscious. The other 90% is unconscious. When we look to be transformed, we're not doing it for the sake of ourselves only. We are doing it for the sake of humanity. We're doing it for each other. As I become better and have a better life and learn to love, I'm able to do a better job with a relationship with you. And all our words and all our thoughts have meaning. They have a vibration that reverberates out and touches the collective conscious or unconsciousness of humankind. You know what's interesting? So much of what I'm speaking about tonight is obviously my truth from my own experience of life, my studies, my own experience with my God. And a lot of it, uh, believe it or not, um, touched me out of the Catholic Church. And so many people have left the church for many, many reasons, and I'm not going to go into that tonight. But there is, uh, it's changed a lot from, again, I wasn't brought up there. So, um, you know, I don't have any experience. Um, My conversion, where I met, really developed my relationship with Jesus was around 33. Um. 
but we do it because we want a better life, but it's also very full. It touches each other's life as well. Um, Many times people think that um, I'm good. I have it all together. You know, I'm good. Um, Yeah, that's great. There's always more. There's always more. Infinite wisdom, always more in you. Always a better life to have. Always to do better. Always more to do better um, with your relationship with your loved one. Children, husband, wife, sibling, neighbor. Many times people think that being Catholic is, it's about being nice. You know, I have all my morals in order. Um, It's about being nice. It's about me learning to be nice. And we all know much more than Jesus ever knew. It's not about learning. It's not about knowing anything. God wants us to be transformed. It's about transformation. A journey through into awareness. Awareness is really the first step to change of behavior, to change of attitude, to transformation. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back to a journey through. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
Okay, hi, welcome back. So, sorry, I was rambling a little bit on the on the last segment. Um, Jesus came to bring a new consciousness. He did what God did with Jesus on the cross. There's not enough hours, days, weeks, months for me to even begin to discuss that here. Um, But I must say that on our journey, we are called to awaken. We are called to become all of who God intended us to be. We are all parts of God. All parts of God. Everyone is. No one's left out. We all come from God. We're all part of God. Jesus was the whole of God incarnated here. He was the whole of God. So if I am Jesus's hand, if I am God's hand and um, Sam is God's uh, leg and Emily is God's foot and Jesus was all the parts of God. And that's why he was able to do what he did on the cross, which is go to the cross. He could have run away at any time, but he didn't. And he did that for us because as we live with the gifts we're given, we are called to become all that we can be. God looks at our heart and our desire. God's deepest desire for us is our deepest desire for ourselves. So we are called to become all that we can be because our life is God in us, wanting us to have a good life, a full life, a whole holy life, learning how to love. And we get the most satisfaction out of life when we love. You will notice that. I'm sure many of you have already. I didn't really know how to love, and I still struggle. I used to be very self-centered. I've changed a lot. I have a ways to go. Absolutely have a ways to go. But we're all self-centered because we're all born into dysfunction. But my desire is there to do better. And I just am always, you know, I was going to say working on that. But what I want to say with that is, yes, I'm working on it. But I recognize also that 
if I continue to just focus in on what I'm working on without bringing it to prayer, then I am missing the mark somehow because I am attempting to do it without God's support. And God wants relationship with us and God wants us to be supported. So we're not alone here ever. God, Jesus, Mary, all the angels, Abraham, Moses, Buddha, they're all with us everywhere, all around us. Jesus wants a deep relationship with us. You know, before I developed a relationship with Jesus, I studied Hinduism and Buddhism and great, great. You know, walk the face of the earth. God sent so many prophets walking the face of the earth, having such incredible messages, because there really is only one truth. But what Jesus did on that cross for each and every one of us was out of love. And when you're able to love like that, it totally creates a new consciousness for all of humanity, which is what God did with Jesus. Jesus is sacrifice. And to sacrifice is love. Jesus sacrificed for us to have the new consciousness. As I sacrifice, I am able to give you something. As you sacrifice, you're able to do something for me. And on and on it goes. Think about what an incredible world it would be if we were able to do that for each other. Incredible. So I pray that this mini compilation tonight isn't somehow of service to you. Um, This is what's in my heart and it's true for me. And I hope that it's true for some of you. I'd like to think, I'd like to think that because I also like to feel accepted and loved. So I invite you to spend time with what you have heard here tonight and reflect on it with God and see what resonates for you and your soul. Right? Just don't take anything I say, you know, as your truth. You know? um, mystical teaching in the New Testament is from John 17, verse 20 through 23. And what you do to another, you do to yourself. And how you love yourself is how you love another and how you love God. How we do one thing is how we do everything. The less we connect to each other and plants and animals, the less connected we are. We don't go to heaven. We learn to live in heaven now. And no one lives in heaven alone. Either we learn to live in communion with other people and with God here 
but quite simply, we're not ready for heaven. So may you be inspired. You are blessed. Thank you so much for sharing this evening with me. I love you because I'm a human being too. God bless you and good night. Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hey, everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hi, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Wise Content Creates Wealth. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Friday afternoon from 1 p.m. to 2. They say content is king. Well, wise content rules the world. Every episode features tools and tips for content marketing and business people telling the wise content stories of that success. Tune in every Friday from 1 p.m. to 2 on talkradio.nyc. you listeners looking to boost your business why not advertise on talk radio nyc with very reasonable rates interested simply send us a message on our website talkradio.nyc do you love or are you intrigued about new york city and its neighborhoods i'm jeff goodman host of rediscovering new york a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 